In a world where the Marks think they know better than the wrestlers and the bookers, the Fantasy Booking Institute exists to pretty much do exactly that. This is a visit from the FBI. Welcome to another episode of A Visit from the FBI, your weekly dose of fantasy booking. I am your host, Detective Marks Marks, and I'm joined... (laughs) As always, by my partner in crime fighting, District Attorney Vincent K. Fabe. What's going on, man? How are you? Uh, good. Good. Recovered from the vacation. Um, it's cold now. Yeah. I don't know why it's cold when it was 100 degrees the last day of my vacation, but it is. It's it's not just cold. It's freaking bitter. But yeah, it is. I'd it bet is. it's warmer in Montreal than it is here. Um, Montreal. Here's our other co-host. Yes. Justin JLB. That is me, Mr. RCMP. It is 13 degrees. I don't know what it is in Fahrenheit, so do your math and get it right. It's your boy. I am here. FBI, crystal clear, Lego. So so then... 13 Celsius there? Yep. Yep. So then uh, DFA is correct. It is colder here than it is there. I did the conversion, and it is just under nine degrees here. Mm. Ooh, boy, I think you're a little high there, bud. It's like 40 Fahrenheit here right now. As of right now, when I checked, it's 48 degrees here in... in uh, it feels like it's 12. Um, there in lovely Omaha. Lovely Omaha. Yeah, it says 48 degrees. Feels like 46. Guys, it's definitely not 48 degrees. That's got to be 48 Fahrenheit. I don't think you did your conversion. Right. That no, is that's what he was saying. 48 oh. degrees Fahrenheit. But the oh, conversion okay. puts it at 8.889 degrees Celsius. Ah, there we go. So, yeah. yeah. So, it is under it's... 9 degrees here if you're Ooh. one of them Celsius guys. Aren't you the only people that use Fahrenheit? Like, everyone else uses degrees? Or is it the other way around? Uh, no, most, most likely. Fahrenheit we're... is a degree. A degree, we could use Kelvin if you want. Yeah. It's degrees Fahrenheit degrees Celsius. We, uh, right. I, I believe America is one of, if not the only, uh, countries that use uh, Fahrenheit, but I don't know if we're the only. Yeah, but you're very minimal because, yeah, I think you might be one of. Let's just go. Um, countries that use Fahrenheit in <laughs> 2020. Um, United States, the Bahamas, Cayman Islands, Liberia. Palau, the Federated States of Micronesia, the hey. Marshall Islands, mm. and then there are a few states that use them both for some reason. That's complicated. <laughs> uh, Barbuda and Antigua, St. Kitts and Nevis, British Virgin Islands, Montserrat, Belize, Bermuda, and Turks and Caicos. Mm. Ah, Turks and Caicos, back in the day. Yeah. <laughs> I remember growing up in Turks and Caicos. I have a strange feeling we're pronouncing that wrong. I am 100% certain we're pronouncing that wrong. <laughs> there's there's not a doubt in my mind. Um, the unfortunate thing is I am 100% certain we don't have a listener there to correct us either. Well, it, how do you know they aren't VPNing through a small town in France? Technically, they could be VPNing through a small town in France. Um, I am going to put money on not, though. Um, but now I got to figure out where Turks Cousin Louis and Turks and Caicos. This is the the side thing that we're gonna go on here 
Because I got to figure out where Turks and Caicos. We need a shirt about Turks and Caicos. <laughs> I'm 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 still totally like confused as to why there are certain states that use both though. Like what's yeah, the I, point? So I have no idea. Turks and Caicos is a small island north of the Dominican Republic. Oh, so it's got to be really hot there. Yeah. Yeah. Definitely not nine degrees Fahrenheit or thirteen Celsius. degrees Celsius. Uh, Celsius, excuse me. It's yeah. probably warmer than thirteen degrees Celsius. Definitely warmer than thirteen degrees Celsius. But it is sweater season, so I am down for that, guys. Fall, fall is coming. It's here. Our summer, we've been stuck in the house. Hopefully, if you've been practicing your social distancing, wearing your mask, washing your hands, and staying inside. But enough about Turks and Taikos, or whatever you pronounce that name, uh, and degrees in Fahrenheit, we have a fantasy booking unit we should get to. Wait, you can repeat Turks and Caicos, but you can't repeat, I don't know, any number of the things you say wrong? Uh, and currently, right now, in Turks and Caicos, it is... Uh, 28 degrees Celsius. Ah. Ooh, that's balmy. Yeah, nice. balmy 83 degrees right now. Yeah, not too shabs. Good old Turks and Caicos. Ugh. Yes. I remember uh. fishing off the pier. Yeah. Going scuba diving in Turks and Caicos. Mm. Good days. How I miss it. Ah, those were the good old <laughs> days in Turks and Caicos. <laughs> Anyways, if you are new to this show, the uh, premise is simple. In between us going off on weird tangents, we challenge <laughs> each other to book some unknown and often unlikely scenario in the world of professional wrestling. We do not discuss them in advance, so the answers are going to be entirely made up on the spot and hopefully more entertaining that way. Knock on wood. Uh, before we get into it, I'd like to remind a few things. Raw and Order is part of the Tatnus Co. Podcast Network, so make sure to check out the other shows. Head over to tatnusco.com and check out the shows there, and then come back for more Raw and Order in the future. Um, also, make sure to like, share, and subscribe so we can continue to grow. Uh, you can also head over to patreon.com slash rawandorderwbu to support us there and get access to some sweet perks like our Discord server, commercial-free episodes, voting on our classic pay-per-view reviews, monthly Ask Me Anythings, and even the ability to come on this exact show to tell us your fantasy booking scenario. Or to talk is about... Is that the end of the scripted part of the podcast? That is, yeah, that's that's the end of the scripted. That is That is all I wrote. God, remember when we went to Turks and Caicos with Tatnus? Uh, oh, that was great. Turks and Caicos. That was such a fun time. Growing up and go to I like I used to call it growing up in the old Turks. <laughs> the old TC. Boy, in your neck of the woods they call it Turks, but us poor kids, we only got to call it Caicos. Mm. Yeah, true. I mean, you know, I grew up on the north side of Turks and Caicos. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> I was always uh, I was always an east side guy, you know, just stuck to my east, just kept it on the east side, repped that east side all the way through. Good old yeah, Turks. I remember Turks seeing you there from the south side. Who would like to actually talk wrestling on this wrestling podcast? <laughs> I don't know. I'm really enjoying Turks and Kekos. We could have a geography podcast now. <laughs> Ridiculous geography podcast that we know nothing about. Did you know there's a country called Turks and Caicos? I did not. <laughs> Let's talk about Turks and Caicos. I gotta tell you, it might get a lot of listening. <laughs>
Uh, I'll go ahead and go first because I think mine's going to be a lot of fun and it's not a, um, you know, tournament sort of round robin thing. So you go. uh, So I think it will be fun. Um, So my goal, my thing for you, my challenge is um, I thought about this today when I was watching uh, AEW recording this a day late than later than we normally do. So AEW Dynamite was on today. And I saw something and I was like, you know what? This is what I should challenge them. So I need both of you to ban three major moves from wrestling forever and tell us why. Snap. Uh, I'll go first. Um, So I'm going to ban uh, first um, spears off of uh, scaffold or off of uh, uh, pneumatic lifts. Um, AEW is why. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) I just leave it at that. I, I, I'm going to allow you to say that for the joke, but um, I'm going to say that in the spirit of this thing, I'm saying banning the move, not banning the circumstances. So oh, you'd be banning you'd be ba- banning spears entirely. I don't know if I can do that. Those are pretty safe moves. No. Now, I, I'll give you give you an example of what I want to ban, because I'm not necessarily doing this for a safety reason. I'm doing it because I don't like the move. But the move that made me think about it is, and I'm going to get crap. I already know this. I am going to get crap from some fans out there uh, for it. I don't like package piled right. You son of a bitch. That was one of my freaking picks. <laughs> I absolutely hate them. I think they look stupid. Um... And so this was uh, Penta and Ray Phoenix doing their finishing move, uh, which is Ray Phoenix jumps and does a stomp while Penta does the package pile driver. I think it looks dumb. I think it looks dumb when it's just a package pile driver. Don't like it. Banning that move. Get rid of it. So that's that's the spirit of this. Now, yeah, you can ban moves. Like if someone wants to ban the um, buckle bomb, I'm fine with that. But it's a power bomb, though. But it's a specific variation of it, the buckle bomb. You can ban the specific variation of it, but not the circumstance. Garbage. I don't like this. I'll let, I'll let my Canadian cohort go first so that he doesn't have to try and think of anything else now. All right. So can I just ban a regular pile driver, more specifically the pile driver that Owen Hart gave to Austin that broke his neck? Because yeah. after that happened, I honestly think the pile driver never should have came back. Um, I guess Taker's variation is a bit different because it's not so much uh, jumping or most so I guess a jumping pile driver. Taker's is a bit more safe, uh, but even Taker's is a tad bit dangerous, but not nearly as dangerous as uh, the jumping pile driver. That I feel yeah, banned no, forever. I'll, I'll be in on that one because uh, here's the deal is even if it's not the jumping pile driver, the simple fact is the original, the pile driver that injured Owen, uh, that Owen Hart injured stone cold with, I should say, um, is more dangerous inherently because the head is always closer to the, the mat. There's way more danger of the head hitting the mat. When taker does the tombstone pile driver, if you look, the guy's head is like four inches away from the mat every time. Right. Mm. It never comes even close because instead of relying only on the cross section of legs to protect the the head, it relies on the entire length of the legs to protect the head. Right. Uh, That's it. I just I was always I don't think anyone necessarily 
I guess, except for people in AEW, uh, but not even that much uh, for the jumping pod driver. So WWE, if it doesn't necessarily use it, except for takers four inch uh, pod driver, which is way, way off the mat. So that's not bad. Um, my second one would, I, well, I mean, I guess it's being lame, but saying the headbutt, which I guess doesn't necessarily get used anymore, but a lot of people in AEW are still using it. More specifically, FTR, which now we know is Fear the Revolution or Fear the something. Revelation. It's important because there is already a uh, wrestling group called The Revolution. Uh, so they chose Revel. But also, the Book of Revelations is where the four horsemen of the apocalypse appeared. So it's a double entendre. Ah, la-di-da. La-di-da. Four. Okay. So with that being said, I would probably just... I don't, I'm getting the scissor kick in my head. Not because necessarily it's dangerous, I find it's just a silly move that's never going to end up being a finisher. And even Booker, when Booker T did it, I forgot what he called it necessarily, but I thought it was the stupidest move in the world. And I still do. I don't think a lot of people use it anymore either because it's just a pointless move. Um, not the, is it the scissor kick? Yeah. 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 I don't remember if he had a different name for it or not, but... I thought it was his finisher. I mean, I, I know he also did the book in. Like, I'm not. It, it, it was it was a put in it because what he would do is he would do uh, the the bookend or whatever he called it um, before, and then he would do the spinner Rooney up, and then he would hit him with the scissor kick, and then. Um, Let's see. Um, as, and I guess since the other one was a cop out, the insiguri. Ooh, banning the entire Inseguri. Now, there hasn't maybe been a lot of medical reports on, but I feel like there's had to have been tons of people who were injured with the Inseguri. I am sorry. Yeah. There's no way that you really fake that. You can't really, like, the Inseguri is, that, that leg, when it hits you, it is not like you could really stop it that much, I feel. Like, you're literally smacking the guy in back of the head. Um, and right now all I have is a bunch of ECW insecurities in my head, uh, in my head, pardon the pun. And, um, those just looked God awfully crazy. And I always cringed from the insecurity. And I guess in part is due to ECW's, uh, massive use of that move and it looking so dangerous. I don't know, man. Like they stand there and look at the other person while they do it. I, I can't go in on the Inseguri, um, mostly because you see a lot of people doing it really safe, like, uh, nowadays, like, Finn Balor does, like, five Inseguris every, every match, um, just from different places, you know, the, the outside the ring, he's on the apron, the other person's inside, so he uses the ropes to help him with the Inseguri. That's um, not that bad. Yeah. Because that you're kind of putting less. I'm talking about the regular one in the ring, if you will, uh, when it's kind of turned into a counter maneuver. Because that one, I feel they can't necessarily put its other weight, I feel almost that they have to put into doing that to make it into a counter. So the rope one is different for me because I feel like you could kind of get less and, force. 
I don't, I don't know. know. Like I say, to me, I see a lot of people doing. I I can see you you making an argument that you don't like the looks of it, but I see a lot of people doing really really safe insiguries now, mostly because you can do an insiguri and hit the 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 fatty area on the back of their neck and make a big slap sound, but not actually hurt. You know what I mean? Um, right. or or their their trapezius muscle. You know, you hit right there and you get a good. With with the flat of your your toe, um, but no no actual pain from it. Um, mm. And so, especially like the step up insiguri where they step up on the leg, I I think those can be safe. So my argument is, if you want to ban it because you don't like the looks of it, that's the rules of this and everything. But I would I would argue that trying to ban it from a safety standpoint is not the way to go because I think it's probably a very very safe move. Mm. Um, Headbutts, headbutts. I can see where you're going with it. Although I think Drew McIntyre would have a little bit of anger not being able to do the Glasgow kiss anymore. <laughs> right. And but and that's that's like one of the things too. Like McIntyre does his uh, Claymore kick really well, and it looks like it is so impactful. Although really, it's just a running, uh, I guess, different type of drop drop kick. It's a Kishasa, if you will, almost. But it's, more, uh, it's a mistake is what it was. He <laughs> he was trying to do basically a running super kick, but he was wearing tight jeans. And so when he tried to put his one leg up, his other leg came off the mat and he fell over. But he's still connected. So he said, hey, that looks cool. I'll keep oh, doing that. Well, there you have it. Moving forward. Um, so the, the moves I would ban... Uh, so I'm gonna I'm gonna have a couple that I'm I'm, I'm three's an odd an odd number like literally odd um, and so I wanted to do two and two but I guess I'll just do two and one. Um, hey, if you want to do more than three, you're welcome to. You can be an overachiever. You go. I will admit though, when you said Inzaguri, my first thought was Unagi's, and I was like, dude, nobody's ever been injured from an Unagi, ever. <laughs> then I realized, oh no, Enziguri's where they kick them. Okay, that works. Um, so I am going to ban the penis plex. <laughs> I, because... I, I ought to be honest, I think it's already banned because uh, he got canceled and no one else is going to do it. Penis <laughs> <laughs> without plexing. No, no. Yeah, okay. yeah. Uh, not that I don't think it's hilarious. I just think that you know it's run its course, and I don't think anybody else needs to come along and do it um, because you know sexual character probably will get fired because sexual assault. Just saying. Yeah. <laughs> so, um, and it's fun to say penis plex, and I think we had to get that into this show in some way, shape, or form. Yeah. So, <laughs> uh, the the. The one I'm going to go after, it has injured too many people for no longer than it's been around um, any form of a buckle bomb. And this especially includes the sunset flip buckle bomb that's become a big thing. Um, Yes, I understand Sting was injured because Sting's years under in the ring and and apparently Seth just likes to F up buckle bombs. but oh, I have yet to see a buckle bomb that makes me go, hey, that's a good idea. <laughs> Especially that sunset flip, flip one that, that uh, Bailey does. I, I'm out. Stop it. Quit it. Don't do it anymore. Stop. 
So I'm just going to leave that at that. The buckle bomb is way too unsafe. Um, neck spine to to turnbuckle, bad idea all the time. All the time. Even um, the that Kevin Owens used to do in NXT. That was yeah. nuts as well. Uh, yeah. The, the one that... This is a very, very specific setup. It has a different name. I cannot remember the name of it. I do not mind suicide dives over the top rope. I do mind the suicide dive through the middle. And I, this is going to sound stupid and, and rude. There is more time for the person on the outside. And, and I don't remember what the one suicide dive through the middle is called, but it is a different name. Um, oh, what's tomorrow? Call it. Uh, cool. Tope. Is that what it's called? Is it Tope? Um, there's different Topes. Tope Con Hero is the one over the top. So, um... Anyway, the one through the middle is the one I'm specifically banning. And here's why. I don't think there's enough... Number one, it's not as cool as over the top. Number two, there's not enough time for the person on the bottom to react to... You, you gain gravity and time when you go over the top to do that for your, your counterpart to help catch your, your fall. Um, when you go through the middle, that person is just basically defending themselves and they're not watching out for you. And yes, there's something to be said for the ability to have that dive through the middle and, 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 you know, set yourself up perfect there. I also think there's something to be said for the fact that you can catch your head on one of the ropes when you do it that way. Um, when you go over the top, for the most part, even if you catch your feet, um, you've got time to react. The other person has time to react. All of those things are a big plus. That extra even half a second there makes a world of difference in, in terms of safety. Um, and I don't think going through the second rope looks any cooler than going over the top. So that's the one I'm going with. I think okay. there's more showmanship to going over the top. So that's my either or probably controversial one. Okay. So it lands under under comedic and under the other like actual safety. So okay. my if if I was gonna add a fourth though, the six one nine just because it, it's it's tired. <laughs> I'm just tired of it. And, yeah. and now and now I've had to watch it be done slow, which really means that we just need to ban it. Agreed. And I'll do that. If I want to make an honorary mention, I re- wow, I'm really having ideas for this one. Uh, I would say the coffin drop. I don't think it's that unsafe, though. I think it looks painful. It. The way he does it is certainly unsafe. He's There's no way of him protecting himself at all. At well, all. no, I, I he's, agree. He's making a flat impact. It, it, the thing is, there's no way to, to for him to protect it. However, A, it's a trust fall. So he's always doing it. If you watch when he gets up before he does it, he always looks back to make sure the people are in position, right? Um, And B, for the most part, it's a flat back bump, which is about the safest bump you can take. Not the the least painful bump you can take, but about the safest if you're trained right. Yeah, actually less dangerous than the swanton in terms of long-term injury. Mm -hmm. Looks painful as hell, though. Looks like a belly flop. Now, that being said... (laughs) I I would say that maybe honorable mention the su- the the coffin drop for anyone other than Darby Allen. Um, <laughs> the, the simple you fact is to see that from uh, somebody who who's going to hit with a ton of pressure because he only weighs like one yeah seventy. You're not going to see Brian Cage doing the coffin drop anytime soon. No, um, I pay money. 
<laughs> Keith Lee just did the coffin drop. Oh, Three people dead. Keith, Keith Lee's going to have 17 spins in the air while they do it. Yeah. You know, I, I actually am at, at a point where I, I shooting star press, I think is, is as a whole prove it before you can do it. But I, I don't think it's the worst move in the world. I, uh, I, I will throw another move that out that I want banned, right? Um, uh, mostly because I, you never see anyone do it where it looks good at all. But it's that move where the people get thrown into the corner, and then the other people come in after them, and then the people they they kick their legs up and try and go over, and then spin around and try to do a sunset flip on them from the corner. You know what I'm talking about? It's mostly typically done by girls nowadays, female wrestlers, but but it used to be done. I would talk about it. Booker T used to do it all the time, where he would kick his legs up and then spin around in the air and try to do a sunset flip in the corner. Um, oh, okay. You know what I mean? Um, yeah. It never looks good. Uh, it's dumb. Even when it, when it works, it looks dumb. And then um, also honorable mention Bailey's Bailey to Belly. Yes, just Bailey's one again. Um, situational, I think that falls under, but because it does have a different name, it's allowed. Because Bailey to Belly is a belly to belly. Yep, it's a belly to belly. But if you watch most people who do belly to bellies, uh, do either overhead release belly to bellies, like Taz would use to throw people across the ring with that. Uh, looked cool. And that one, I will admit, that terrifies the crap out of me, but it's never injured anybody. Yeah. So, fine. Okay, I'll allow it. Mm-hmm. But God, it scares the shit out of me. <laughs> but, but but the Bailey to Belly, it, it doesn't even look cool. Um, no, no, it doesn't look impactful. Pick you up and fall on you. Yeah, I'm going to pick you up and then kind of set you down kind of gently underneath me. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, and with the character change, it's probably a good change mm-hmm. to have her switch. But I, I just eliminated her new, absolutely terrifying move. And then she's definitely um, using that sunset flip flat powerbomb more than anybody else. And then um, the other, another move that I'm gonna ban, and I know someone's gonna give me crap for it because it's not technically a wrestling move. Um, but Sasha Banks' little hip thing that she does when coming to the ring. <laughs> Out of here. Gonzo. Go ahead, J- JLB. I'm going to ban you, okay? <laughs> but I'm tired of your voice. I'm not facing you right now, so I'm just tired of your voice. I'm tired of it. You know you know who else is upset about this? Mm. I don't want to get hashtag me too here. I'm just going to leave it alone. <laughs> you cannot do that. Well, you you know, there's a certain wrestler who really likes the looks of Sasha Banks. We're going to leave it at that. Oh, oh, Jesus. Yeah, well, it's a great move. She's the boss. enjoys the way her hips don't lie. You're going to get (laughs) Sammy-tood. Like what I did there? I'm I'm shocked (laughs) I said anything about Naomi, and now you can't. Just because I reminded you, you cannot say anything about Naomi because whatever Naomi does is awesome. Let's move on. I was going to do the butt bump. Yeah, but I, 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 I am going to say because since it's still my challenge and I can throw out all my honorable mentions, the butt bump or hip attack, because I'm also saying Asuka can't do it either. Yeah, because uh, it's stupid when it's, either of them do it. It's dumb when anyone does it. It was dumb when Rikishi would do it. Um, <laughs> yeah. But at least with Rikishi, 
the the gimmick was his ass, ass is so big. <laughs> uh, How big is it? Oh. No, so sorry, big, your nodes will get lost in it when they stink face you. Uh, <sighs> you know that's a pretty big, big uh, to be uh, fair, wrestling move in Turk back in old Turk. Turk oh, uh, Turks and Caicos, growing up in Turks and Caicos. I was gonna say use that joke back when he was in Turks and Caicos. God damn it, he used my line. <laughs> Anyway, moving forward. I was looking up Turks and Caicos. You know, it's got a population of um, estimated about 55,000 on the entire island chain. Oh, wow. That's, not... that's, that's smaller than some towns in Nebraska. Not all towns. Some. Oh, bigger than my town. That's why, that's why we say your town's name out loud and my town stays silent. Ah, <laughs> uh, but good old Turks and Caicos. <laughs> Uh, I remember visiting the Smarks family farm. <laughs> it is the third largest of the British overseas territories by population. Oh, well. Mm-hmm. Primarily known for tourism. What? Yeah. And as an offshore financial center. I mean, that's how my family made their money, by laundering money for big American corporations. Oh, that bank. Yep, it was the money launderer of the world. Um, so I'll go next. Okay, that's fine. Because if I don't go next, I might forget it, and then I might be screwed later on. And mine is probably not the best to go last, because it's probably going to be horrible. So, with all that said, you're Vince McMahon. You ripped up the script for a storyline that you just did. You don't like it. You can redo it. And what's in Vinnie Mac's head is, all right. I gotta pick superstars from any brand to be the new retribution. Who will they be? From any brand, including like AEW and Impact, correct? Just to make no. to clarify. WWE. So all just WWE brand. Okay. Yeah. Or anybody. So basically, we're making up our own versions of retribution. Yeah. Yes. Okay. So then, next question related to this: uh, How many? people do we need to have it up to like five because like yeah typically we've only been seeing five or six in terms of like when they when they actually spoke last week there was i think five of them when they did the pose off the week before i think there were six so that's it so that's why i'm not making it a number because we don't technically know how many there is because there's probably just a lot of dark order-esque just random people so it's ultimately your retribution. What would you have done with it? Who would you have brought into that group for whatever reasons? And perhaps why it is for five, three, four, five, or six, or whatever have you. Why that would be a good way to do it. I... Okay. Okay. Um, I can go first. I like yeah, this one. You go ahead and go first because I've got a debate whether I'm going to seriously answer it or funnily answer it. Fair enough. Uh, I'm going to go with with people that uh, um, have been passed over. So, unfortunately, I, I as much as I think all of us believe that Dominic Dijakovic is the leader of said organization, um, I think he's the wrong guy. I don't think that there's a retribution he needs to get. I think there's a opportunity he needs to get 
to continue to grow. So I think he's the wrong guy. I think retribution is more of a, I've been passed over and ignored when I've earned it. Um, I think the first person I'm going to have in this organization is Samoa Joe. Um, Samoa Joe was in the title hunt for two years straight without an actual title reign. Um, I think that's stupid. I think he's uh, far enough into his career that he's earned the right to hold the title. And I think Vince just didn't put it on him because that. And I think that's stupid. So that's also he's he's angry that he only had a 33 and a third percent chance of beating. Well, and then if you take that times the fact (laughs) that people are genetic freak, then that takes you down to a 3.4267 chance. Whatever. (laughs) <laughs> Love math. Anyway, so Samojo is number one, um, probably the leader, and it allows him to get out of the whatever the trunks are that he's wearing right now. Which is obviously he's not wearing trunks at all. He's wearing a suit right now. Um, but yeah, I think he's he's the first one. Um, I think in terms of passed over, um, that Carmella is a good fit, even though she has held the title. She's never really been taken seriously. So I do want her in that organization, even though we all kind of think she already is. Um, I think Mello is a good one. Um, I would love to see a heel commentator be all the way heel in Carmella's boyfriend, and he would be the voice of them. Um, God, I can't even give him, uh, what's his name? Uh, Corey Graves. Corey Graves, thank you. Corey Graves. Um, so he's going to be the the uh, Eric Bischoff role in terms of the hidden character. Um, I am going to have uh, oh, I'm going to have a pissed off Shayna Baszler in it. Ooh. It feels like she got kind of robbed. Um, Mind you, all of these people can continue doing their existing roles until they come out, until they're actually out. Um, I would have... I'm trying to think of a cruiserweight. I'm, I'm deciding between JLB's favorite, Tozawa, or Kushida. I think Kushida's the right move there, though. Um, Kushida's very entertaining, and it gives him a character that isn't just Marty McFly. Not that there's anything wrong with Marty McFly, it's just... In Japan, they're they are very character based, and uh, Marty McFly does not give all the credit to Kushida that he deserves. Um, so, what is that? Three that are masked and Corey Graves on the sidelines. Uh, number four, um, I am going to go with. That's uh, four total. Four total. We have Joe Kushida. Baszler, Mella. Okay. So I'm going to go with a draw up from NXT, which isn't really a draw up, but, um, and I'm going to go with Cameron Grimes, who feels like he hasn't just, he just hasn't gotten any opportunities yet again. He's gotten more opportunities than he deserves as this character, but I think it's a, a different role for him. Um, so I think that's a good move there. And, Last but not least, I'm going to throw a tag team in. So there's actually going to be seven ring members and Graves. Um, And that tag team is going to be a returning. (sighs) What is their name? 
Dag damn it. There are Minion guys. Um, AOP. AOP, thank you. you know wow. They, so, right? Yeah. You know, they, they just got let go this week. Did they really? Yeah. Why? Because they clearly were doing nothing with them. Yeah. And well, honestly, they, they had the, just the, come back from injury and then got injured again, so I think that plays in. But they were literally just cleared to, to return, and then they get let go. So because they were let go, does that not count as a roster that I can use? Yep. 90-day non-compete. They can still use them. They can fire them after the 90 days. That's ha! They could be the sacrificial lambs for retribution. Yeah, the retribution kicks out. There we go. Nice. Well played. Still get them. Boom! Okay. Um, I I think I'm actually going to answer this twice, technically. I am going to answer uh, a serious answer, and then I'm going to throw out uh, who I think would be way funnier if they did. So, so serious answer. Um, if they're they're doing it from WWE things, um, I think Robert Roode would be perfect addition to this. Uh, a lot because this whole retribution thing, you, you know, DFA mentioning having it pe- be people that feel like they've been passed over or uh, underutilized. Robert Roode definitely fits that uh, mold. Oh yeah, uh, there. So that's Robert Roode. Um, I think in terms of uh, uh, kind of the same sort of a thing, I think a Bo Dallas would be kind of a good, you know, passed over because of his famous father slash famous brother. Um, I believe in that. Mm-hmm. So I think that could be uh, very good. Uh, putting Shorty G in there, a.k.a. Chad Gables. Uh, you could play off a lot that he's angry about the stupid Shorty G gimmick that he had to do. Um, so I think that plays in. I think having Nikki Cross be one of the women in it would be Ooh, awesome like from a standpoint of, you know, I got called up and you did nothing with me for two years. And then you put me as Alexa Bliss's sidekick for a while. Um, so that puts me at four. Um, I'm going to think I'm going to pull some from, from NXT as well. Cause I do think it makes sense to bring some people from NXT, um, in on this kind of from the same sort of a thing, you know, people who, uh, haven't been used properly on NXT, uh, <laughs> and feel like they, they, um, deserve more out of it. So, um, you know, Kona Reeves, I'm a fan of Kona Reeves. I know he's out with a uh, injury right now, but if he came back in time, uh, I think he, you know he could play off that he's was the most talented person in NXT and never really got the shine, uh, which puts us at five there. Uh, so I think five, five and six, I think would be the sweet spot for this. I think you do more than six, then everyone kind of gets lost in the the shuffle. You do too much less than than five, then it looks like you're just trying to be Evolution 2.0 or um, NWO 4.0, you know. So, so I think five or six is there. So I'm at five here. So let's um, let's grab another girl. Um, I know this one. We're gonna import her. We're gonna import this girl from NXT UK. I, I think DSA knows. Storm. Yep. Her name's Tony Storm. Uh, mm. 
I think, I mean, to be perfectly honest, that writes itself just from a standpoint of um, I'm still convinced Vince McMahon hasn't actually seen Tony Storm um, <laughs> because I, I, I. Oh, Walter would have been so much fun. Oh, yeah. Walter would have been fun there. But I mean, the simple fact is if I'm convinced if Vince McMahon just takes one look at Tony Storm, he'd immediately say she's going to be our new SmackDown champion. Uh, Put the belt on her right away. Oh, don't you want to see her wrestle? Nope. <laughs> nope. Got the look. Done. Yeah. I know all I need to know. So you, so that... You need, know, you need to know, Vince. Look at her. She's yeah. championship material. So that's my more serious answer for it. Because I think... Uh, so you're saying it was a pleasure to be serious for a moment? Yes, I'd like to be serious for a But my... What I think would be way more fun answer would be to very, very specifically try to choose people who do not fit the body types of the people you've had playing it. <laughs> Tozawa is the tall one. <laughs> <laughs> Possibly. I'm thinking, like, one of them, he's tall, so you'd have to cast him as one of the short people to suddenly do it. But I think Jinder showing up. I know he's injured right now, but if he comes back in time, you have him show up and just replace one of the short people with Jinder. <laughs> Ginger is injured again? Yep. He had knee surgery. Oh, Jesus. He, he came back, this wrestled name, like injured. Yeah, it's right there. Injured Mahal. Um <laughs> Ginger. But, but so um so that's the first one of does not fit the body types. Um I think you suddenly have Ivar um from the Viking Raiders be one of them, but not Eric. Um which one is the one that's quote unquote cute and the one uh, that's 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 ivar ivar okay mm-hmm. so you have ivar but not eric okay but not eric right <laughs> so that so that's two right there um do, 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 do. I, I had another one in mind and now i gotta remember who it was because i scrolled away lars sullivan also making sure you you cast him as one of the ones who's been small in all the previous footage uh because that's just way more fun. Um, for the tall person, you would instead choose. Um, we'll go with Callisto. <laughs> <laughs> the the tall person who's already spoke gets played by the uh, tiny Mexican who doesn't speak very well. <laughs> um, oh. I'm happy, at least with the Lucha Party, they're at least doing somewhat of a storyline with them, although it's nothing crazy or anything that's really going to go anywhere. At least they're somewhat using them. So yeah, I'm, it's so much fun that they're using the Lucha Botch Party. I'm just saying. Like, you know, Cali- uh, not Kalisto, um, uh, what's his name? Like, yes, he's so freaking talented, though, man. Oh. Uh, Lucha House Party deserves better. Okay, and then I need to throw a couple women in here. So we're going to raid NXT for one of them, and you're going to bring up Casey Catanzaro to be one of the women. Tiny little Casey Catanzaro. Tiny little Casey. Because none of the women have been the tiny ones. So So that puts us at five. I just need one more. Um, Who would be really fun? body type for that 
You know what? I think they need a they need a leader. So um, we're gonna we're gonna have William Regal be the brains behind it all. That would kind of work. But yeah, so that's my where I think it would be a lot more entertaining to have you know four or five weeks of retribution showing up, always being played by by certain body shapes, and then suddenly when you unmask them, they're entirely different body shapes. <laughs> entirely. <laughs> I don't hate it. I just, I just I don't like love it, but I don't hate it. I just like the idea because uh, you know it's pretty certain that Mia Yim is one of the women currently uh, playing, and and like you said, Carmella has at least once played one of the women in it. Um, I'm pretty sure. Sure. Uh, um, what's her name? She used to be Casey Catanzaro's Caden uh, Carter. Um, I think she's played it a couple times. Um, so just having tiny, tiny Casey Catanzaro instead, uh, just cracks me up because I, I'm pretty sure Casey Catanzaro would make Alexa Bliss look kind of big. Oh my gosh. Look at this behemoth Alexa Bliss coming to the (laughs) ring. So, so according to Wikipedia, Casey Catanzaro is an inch shorter than Alexa Bliss and does not even break a hundred pounds. Oh, wow. (laughs) <laughs> for reasons kind of tiny anyways that would be my funny answer because i think that would be hilarious nice yeah. two for one even from this peanut honestly i would just like to see kind of maybe like a gothic like retribution sort of style so give me like alistair just give me like hardcore like i feel like it's almost a sanity if you will but just more of a ruthless group um I was also thinking of maybe like the people who got fired from WWE. WWE just decides to rehire them back, and then they're like the retribution. So all the people who, not all, but a good good few of them at least consider coming back. In fairness, WWE kind of wrote themselves into a corner with the name retribution. Because frankly, if, if they don't have any reason to be angry at main roster WWE, then Retribution's not the right name for them. You know what I mean? Um, and so it doesn't matter who the wrestlers they put into it right now, if they're all from NXT, almost all of them don't fit the Retribution name. Uh, I mean, like, ser- seriously, looking at the NXT roster, um, the only wrestlers on the NXT roster that fit Retribution are ones that had previously been called up and sent down again right? or even velveteen dream that would be the perfect you can play off that whole seeing fire velveteen on the thing you could play up the whole when he wore the call me up vince pants at nxt takeover i believe it was not giving him a chance sort of deal possibly but in reality here here are the ones on the nxt roster that at least have arguments uh drake maverick right he has obvious reasons. He he should have been one of the ones I chose, though, because he's so tiny. Uh, Fandango and, of course, um, his uh, partner, Tyler Breeze, right? Um, right Finn Balor, after being sent down. Um, Finn Killian, Balor wanted to go down. Yeah, Finn Balor wanted great. to go down, but my point is he, he would, at least from a storyline standpoint, have reason to be argued. Uh, Killian Dane. You mentioning sanity. Yeah. Um, good move for him to go down as well. Yep. Very good move for him. And that's that's basically it of the men's roster for NXT 
that that from a storyline standpoint could have a reason to be retribution. Uh, and so that's why I think they just wrote themselves into a corner with that name because it doesn't matter who they choose from NXT because they're not choosing those five people I just pointed out for various reasons. <coughs> Ty- Tyler Breeze and Fandango just won the tag belts, so um, they're doing good in NXT. Uh, Finn Balor just won the championship, so he's doing just fine in NXT. Um, Killian Dane was never used good on the main roster and still isn't really being used good on NXT, so... Um, but anyways... Let us move on. Still have DA Fabes challenge. Am I right? Yeah, we do. We do. Um, so I, I mold this over um, mostly because we started to try and shy away from doing these. But I really thought that this is a very unique opportunity to talk about this. So, uh, as you heard me mention earlier, Spears from uh, Scissor Lifts uh, should be banned. There was a botch that occurred on uh, AEW All In. Out. All Out, sorry. All Out. Um, that, in my opinion, was a botch from hell (laughs) so um i wanted to make it kind of fun and still bring emphasis to the fact that we need to be more careful in professional wrestling so i actually went with um i want to do a tournament again we're gonna botch the tournament we're gonna botch everything this is going to be the botch tournament we're going to draft six a piece you're going to give your first two draft picks will receive first round buys in the tournament and then the other four will be randomly placed um for each of you um by randomly i mean on sides <laughs> uh and then you guys are going to choose the botch artist okay so we're drafting and i really people. wanted to write your names down in a hat and have you randomly choose which means I could botch the order of the selections, but I didn't do that. So, so to, just to be specific, we are choosing people who are known for botching. Yes, not a, not a botch event. You don't get to do, you know, Matt Hardy taking a bad bump um, because it's not a botch event. These guys weren't known for botching. So, example being, and this is all of wrestling. You don't have to use just one particular um, brand or anything like that. But an example being Nyla or not Nyla, uh, Nia Jax. Oh, that's city for sure. What's that? It's, that's botch city for sure. Nia Jax right. is nothing but botch. And, and I know yeah. somebody's going to draft her, so it, that's why I used her because because if she doesn't get a first round buy, y'all ain't paying attention. So your first two are going to get first round buys. It ain't. Okay, who's picking shoot first? Person turn. Tell us who's picking first. Don't oh, you, you guys pick? get pick? Oh. Okay. Or we could do odd or even, and whoever gets it wrong is going to be the one that goes first because that's a botch. Odd. Even. Smarks, you just know me well enough to know that my fingers are always two. So <laughs> I guess you're going to go first. Uh, well, what's funny is you should know me well enough to know that I always choose odd. So, um, well, I didn't I didn't care who went first. So, um, so be, just because it's already out there, uh, Nia Jax. <laughs> she was going to be my first pick one way or another. 
as long as she was available. Um, man, Lana, like her matches, I just feel like I could point out all kinds of mistakes for when she ever does wrestle. It's just like, how are you not ready yet? All her matches just at least have. I don't, it's a botch, it's technically a botch, because there's just so much mistakes that she does, whether she's doing, like, a suplex, which looks freaking weird, and it's not even done properly, I'm like, where did you get your training from? It just doesn't make any sense for me. So, Lana. Okay, um, (laughs) I actually have to check something, because... Um, well, no, you say it can be from any promotion, so I don't know where he's currently uh, wrestling, uh, but Sin Cara or Kiko or whatever he's wrestling as now. Uh, excellent choice, yeah, that was a good one. Um, I don't know which one it is. It's remember, this person gets a first round buy, they're so botchy that they are that far in. <laughs> um, I'm trying to figure out which one of the Lucha House Party is the most botchiest. It's not the Grand Amada League. It's the other dude. It's um, what are their names? It's Grand Amada League. Lince Dorado and Kalisto. I feel like Kalisto botches more than Dorado. So Kalisto. So come on down. Kalisto, it is. Okay, go ahead and botch. Botch away. So this is my second pick, right? Yeah. Um. So this one also gets a first round buy. So. No, you've done two picks. This is your third pick. You this is my third pick. Sakara. Yep. Oh yeah. So Not right. a first round buy. This is my third round. No, I just round wanted round. to make sure that your worst ones came out first, so that everybody okay. went. No, uh, I I had totally part. forgotten I'd made two, so that's why I was asking the question because I was thinking. Um. So I am going to go with Lince Dorado. <laughs> I was gonna choose mm-hmm. a Lucha Botch Party uh, member for it one way or another. So there we go. Uh, so we have six each, right? Um, hmm. They have to be present, or it could be like because I could think of a few past superstars. Oh, yeah, this is just... all time, but all time. Okay. Um, then I will have to go with. I don't know if he died. I remember a few matches. Well, it was maybe him when he was more older, though. Uh, but Iron Sheik, I felt through his like later years, a lot of his matches were just like... Yeah, there's there's something to be said for um, wrestling beyond your prime. Yep. <laughs> okay, well, since we're doing all-time, um, Kelly Kelly. Oh. Boy, I have to... Somebody say drop, Smarks drop sorry I'm, I'm literally closing my eyes and swirling a pencil over the spots so <laughs> but on your last one i dropped literally in the middle of the paper and went oh well that doesn't work so. <laughs> um damn you know what hold on uh fudge i feel like there's so many i just can't think of any at the moment all the pressure um i don't know uh yep yep Definitely, uh, <laughs> for sure. Cause, My hand's uh, getting tired of spinning, just so you know. <laughs> <laughs> like it's possible. No one would know the wiser. Why are you still spinning? Because <laughs> I want to actually be random about this, so whatever you talk is what I'm doing it. <laughs> um, okay, so we are going 
Oh man, um, I'm even trying to find like a at least a site to give me some sort of hints, cause holy shit. But I am not in botch city bitch, botch botch city bitch. Jesus! When I typed it on Google, the first person it gave me was Darren Drozdov. Okay, that's Darren Drozdov. It is. Yeah, Droz. Uh what a horrible thing! Because he was, you know, not at fault for his botch yeah, that paralyzed I, it. I would argue that uh, he comes up for not his botches, but other people's botches. So, yeah. Uh, are you doing draws? Or are you doing uh, D Lo, who really didn't massively botch a lot, just happened to botch enough to paralyze Darren Drozdov? Yeah, it was kind of a. It wasn't really anyone's fault, though. Like, yeah, like, like I think I, I, I would go ahead and give you a repick if you wanted to take draws off of this. Yeah. Um, yeah, but I just don't know who to pick anymore. Um, there we go. All right. I found me a... The problem is every time you Google um, a bunch of botches, you're just getting certain times that that wrestler is botched. Um, but I feel like Goldberg has botched a sh- shit ton of times um, in WWE. Hey, I think I think just the overseas match with The Undertaker is enough to put that on that. <laughs> I mean, that's one of them for sure. But I feel like he's certainly had other moments. Uh, you know what? Scratch that. Anything really Steiner and TNA was pretty botchy. Now that I've used the eraser twice. Steiner. Scott, obviously. Yes. Here we go. And Smarks. How many more choices do I have? I, I lost count. Two, three, four total. So you have two. Two more. Okay. So, um... Do I want to get killed for this choice, or do I want to get killed for it at a different point? Um, ah, I'll go out. Uh, New Jack. What? He has not botched anything in his life. This man... No, he's not a botch. He's just a murderer. No. Every match he's ever been in has been just botches. That's all he does is botch. They happen to be attempted murder, um, and he just botches at doing that, too. But... Oh, I got one. Matt Seidel. <laughs> no, no, that's just an incident. I'm just joking. Um, but that's... By the way, he joked about it on uh, Twitter, so at least kudos to him. said, banana peels are now banned from ringside. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay, so I guess we'll bring Goldberg back in, because uh, I remember... Although there was a lot of... The problem... So, this is it, right? So Goldberg is back in. It's not just for the Taker incident, because I remember when he, in fact, did have that match with Kevin Nash, where Kevin Nash actually beat him. I feel like there were two or three spots that were just really messed up. And he's had a... I think that's why he doesn't wrestle for long periods of time, because I feel like he's always been quite botchy. So Goldberg. Goldberg, fair enough. Two spots left. Am I down to just one spot left? Just one for you. Yeah. So my last pick. Oh, do I want to do this one or do I want to do something else? Give me one second here. And I'm thinking, I'm thinking, I'm thinking. Yeah, I'm going to go ahead and go with the Sandman. Because again, I loved him. He was my favorite ECW wrestler, but his whole gimmick is basically botch. And I don't know if I want to go with Buff Bagwell, um, because 
Yeah, Buff Bagwell or Sid Vicious? I feel like Sid Vicious botched more, though. Um, but Buff Bagwell was just pretty... He was just a shitty wrestler, in my opinion, though, too. I didn't really know what he was doing. Um, I feel bad for saying that, given the circumstance he's in now. Uh, but his personal life doesn't have anything to do with how he was as a wrestler. So... Um, with that said, I still feel bad. So I'm going to go with Sid Vicious because this guy, feels. I feel like he was his whole career was a botch um, after he left uh, WWE because, um, man, well, I mean, obviously his whole broken, broke his leg on the top rope, but a lot of his stuff that he did with Hogan was pretty bad, too. I remember. Yeah. So Sid Vicious. Okay. A couple honorable mentions that are being left out are Truth's promos. Um, I, don't, I don't consider them botches. Oh, okay. Yeah, you're right. Thank you, Milwaukee. <laughs> um, and uh, um, the Ultimate Warrior's career. Uh, yeah, you got me on that one. The whole yeah. Ultimate Warrior. Well, you you probably could have just done Ultimate Warrior's 24 minute long promo when he first entered WCW. Yeah. Um, that was enough there. Uh, it was more WCW career, technically. I wouldn't consider his WWE career bosh. WCW one was god awful. Uh, I would say anytime he was in the ring for more than three minutes, it was a botch. But that's there it is. <laughs> <laughs> and the third one is Shockmaster. Yeah, that was and though he just guy, he just debuted. Yeah. Well, and that's why I I would argue because Shockmaster never really made an appearance after that, that the reason we overlooked it was was that it was just an event, not not a whole. Fair enough. But anyways. All right. So in the bracket, we have Naya versus Bai. Who wins that one? Naya could fuck that up and still lose. I think that gets the win over yeah. by. Yep. Yeah. Lindsay Dorado versus Scott Steiner in a botch match. Scott Steiner is taking that. Although Lindsay Dorado is pretty bad. Scott Steiner is botch king. See, I don't know if I agree with that myself. So now I've just got to decide whether Scott is... botch murders Lindsay Dorado because of he's the genetic freak. We're talking about TNA Scott Steiner here, though. We're not talking about Rick Ste- uh, Scott Steiner from, like, the Steiner Brothers back in, like, 1991. We're talking about old Scott Steiner, TNA, I could do my math promos and still do math wrong, Scott Steiner. So yeah. bear that in mind. Interestingly See, enough, he didn't do much wrong math in that. It just was stupid how he set it up. Well, he got order of operations wrong, so I guess there's That's- that. And then combine, <laughs> combining the percentages when you shouldn't be, I guess. But anyway, um, it's like you're you my guess? 66 and a third plus my 75%. You don't add those together. 92.31%. How did you guys learn how to do the order of operations? Was there an abbreviation that they told you? Yes. Oh, at least in my school, we were taught PEMDAS. Oh, mine was bed mass. Mm-hmm. Brackets, exponents. What was the P for? Parentheses. Uh, okay. Parentheses, exponents, multiplication, division, addition, subtraction. The problem with that, with doing a uh, acronym, is that actually multiplication and division are equals. Well, yeah, it's uh, and multiplication addition and subtraction are equals. And that's why you know PEMDAS 
it's it's good for remembering the order of operation, but you also have to remember that it's also left to right. Yes. So, uh, so if you have multi, and, and this is where the tricks come on Facebook, just so everybody knows, is the trick is that they put a division before a multiplication, and some idiot comes along, not idiot, somebody who's not math inclined comes along and says, well, multiplication comes before division. No, they come at the same time and they come sequentially. Or they they put parentheses in there and people don't realize that that means first, you know. Um, And so they like to do that. Um, They also frequently do them linearly in a way that uh, maybe has a multiplication through a parenthesis without a time sign that people miss a lot. But 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 so it's effectively the same abbreviation. We just use the word parentheses instead of brackets. Exactly. Yeah. Nice. Look at us go. Yeah. Yay. Are... Working together. Okay. What was the what was the little phrase? Poly echoes something like that or whatever it was. I don't remember them ever teaching me a phrase. We had one like that. Just... Anyway, moving forward. Scott Lince Dorado. <sighs> I'm not gonna die on this hill, so I'll let Scott go. <laughs> All right. Um, Kelly Kelly versus New Jack. Botchfest. You know, I think uh, Kelly Kelly wins. <laughs> I don't know because again, I think New Jack's entire career is a botch, and so uh, I think he would flat out actually murder Kelly it's, Kelly. It's it's not a botch. It's a notch with a knife that he keeps poking at you. Totally different. You got your B's and N and uh, K's wrong. It's a notch, not a botch. No. I don't know. I, I although yeah, whatever you want to say about the guy, Kelly Kelly should have had no business being in that ring ever. I I think New Jack had no business being in the ring. Uh, <laughs> I think New Jack had no business being anywhere but prison. Yeah. No, I pretty much agree. Um, he did convince that guy that he did stab where he got arrested though. Uh, I forgot. I did a whole review on it. Um, to drop the charges because he told them that he was going to go around North America doing like a feud with him where he would be running away from him. And he's like, yeah, yeah, I'll do it. Just drop the charges. He dropped the charges and then he just basically went back to Florida, packed his bags and jetted out. See, I just I just think of the mass transit incident for New Jack and, and think Kelly Kelly legitimately dies in the ring. So... <laughs> That's why I think New Jack wins. Are you familiar with the mass transit incident in ECW? Of course, of course. But the kid's an idiot, too. Um, 17-year-old kid, had a fake ID, whatever have you. I don't agree with what New Jack did. Um, But at the same time, the kid was like going to New Jack and be like, oh, I want to do this bump with you, and so on. And he was acting all big when he's never ever been in a wrestling ring. He faked his whole entire thing. So, ultimately, the kid has a lot to blame uh, for it as well. Especially, and I blame Paul Heyman, too, for even allowing that to have taken place. Because didn't make any sense if uh, i forgot who was the wrestler that was supposed to he was replacing but i'm sorry you don't take some random kid who's fought only midget wrestlers uh with no credentials uh to take the place to face new jack and i forgot who the guy was out of all people like come on again uh this is you know why it comes down to new jack bladed this kid 
who, yes, uh, I'll agree. All the things you said are true. He was 17 years old and lied about his age and yada, yada, yada and everything. But severed two arteries in the guy's forehead. Um, And so here's the thing with New Jack. Even if that had been a trained wrestler, he would have severed two arteries. I don't think it would have happened. I don't think it would have been the same scenario. If it was a trained wrestler, I think it would have been a total different scenario. I think New Jack was in the mentality like, all right, I'm going to teach this punk kid uh, a lesson kind of thing. Because New Jack felt disrespected when the kid was talking to him backstage. He wanted to do a whole bunch of bumps to him. He wanted to make New Jack bleed. <laughs> I see, see, you say that except the videotape evidence shows New Jack asking the kid, are you all right? Immediately afterward. Right. Implying that he bladed too deep, I fucked up. Exactly. Which which means that he did not intend on hurting the kid that badly. He botched it. He botched blading. But he didn't because in many interviews, New Jack actually mentions that like I I cut him up. I cut him up. Because people never exaggerate down the road to make themselves look good. No, that's or badass. So. I, that's why I think I, you know, and this is I apparently that we're talking exclusively about New Jack, and Kelly Kelly has tons of botches, but we're only talking about New Jack is a pretty good sign here too. That that's my point is uh, Kelly Kelly did botches that looked horrible, like oh what was it when she came back at in at the battle royal the battle royal <laughs> and and she tried to do the spinning head scissors. Uh, and you know, it was a 100% botch. But here's the deal. They were botches that looked bad and stupid, but New Jack's botches looked deadly because they most of the time were. Right, but they weren't technically botches. I don't think if it's a hardcore match, you can't really count much as a botch because a lot of the stuff you're referring to is literally him using weapons to cut people up. I, uh, think, I think when you were talking about a fake sport... Like <laughs> professional wrestling, anytime a a combatant in it is intentionally trying to hurt someone or using something in a way that physically actually hurts someone, then that is considered a botch because they are not doing the whole point of the show, right? Uh, I feel like there should be a, the phrase, come on, man, I gave you Steiner here. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> also, I didn't buy on the hill with Steiner. So no, it's fine. Fine. New Jack, you win. Let's go. Okay. <laughs> Just so we can move this thing forward. No, that's fine. Uh, Kalisto versus bye. Kalisto. Okay. <laughs> can we get an agreement on that? Yeah. Yeah. Kalisto. For sure. Okay. I mean, that being said, just like Naya, if anyone could mess up a buy, it'd be Kalisto, but. <laughs> Lana versus buy obviously goes to Lana. Iron Sheik versus Sandman. I actually kind of want to see this match. Yeah. To be perfectly honest, this would be a good match. It would all depend on at what point in the career Iron Sheik was. Because Iron Sheik early on in his career. It's good. Yeah. Yeah. Right? Um, Sandman. But in terms of botches. Uh, I, I will say Iron Sheiks are amongst the worst when he's late in his career. Yes. Sandman does a lot of them. Yep. Sandman, again, his whole career was based... I mean, Sandman was never a good wrestler. I loved the heck out of him. He's still one of my favorite... Like, I will watch a Sandman entrance just to watch the Sandman entrance. 
you know. I tried to hit a can of beer in my head when I was young. Yeah. Sure. Yeah. That shit hurts. Yeah. <laughs> oh my God. It's not it's like I was drinking first. <laughs> You're supposed to open it first. Oh, that's right. <laughs> that's my problem. Uh, well, is... um, I got to give it to Sheik, man. Because Sandman, I don't know. Yeah, I don't know, actually. It's just Sheik was just old. And all, honestly, a lot of these wrestlers we picked, more specifically New Jack, Sandman, and the Sheik, were coked up majority of the time. Especially Sheik in his older uh, older days. Um, or under the influence. I shouldn't say coked up, but I would imagine all of them have done their heavy duty of coke. Um yeah, that was on purpose to see it, so. <laughs> I, I I do realize I'll I'll give give the Sheik the the botch victory in this. Um I'm fine with that. Uh also, I, I interview just based off his shoot interviews that he did with like RF video and like whoever else. Oh my god, so like <laughs> I do realize though that I, I also messed up and didn't choose Sabu for one of one of these because that dude was a human botch machine too. Yeah. So, side note before we get to this last match, because I'm fairly certain you guys don't remember who the last match would be other than the bye. Um, and so, side note, I, I am curious if we had Sandman versus New Jack, where do you guys go with this? I mean, is knives worse than kendo sticks? Uh, I, I kind of, at least in first round, I feel like New Jack has to murder someone. And I feel like anytime you murder someone in the <laughs> ring, that's instantly considered a botch. Um, so, <laughs> so if it was first round, I would 100% say Sandman, uh, gets murdered and new checks were, but, but again, that's only first round. If it was a second round match, I'd have to fight a little bit harder. I just was curious. Yep. Any thoughts there, JLB? I think new Jack would win for sure. If we're going based on that, new oh, Jack would just watch mania. Like, yeah, if we're going off that, cause the yeah. guy was crazy. Side note, I'm going to throw a curveball at you. Um, before we go to this final match, I am going to go ahead and have you guys book Sin Cara versus Bai. And I'm going to remind you that Sin Cara can actually fuck up his entrance and paralyze himself. Bai could feasibly win that match. Yeah, like the thing with a botch thing like this <laughs> is there's a lot of reasons that you could argue that people could win, uh, could lose a Bai week. Uh <laughs> I mean, well, fact, I think he's the most viable. If you do want to have buy beat somebody, this is the guy. But you guys have to make that decision. Uh, no, because <laughs> I really want to see who Sin Cara goes up against next. <laughs> so is this Sin Cara still gets the win? I still, I say Sin Cara gets the win. Okay, when you say buy, you're referring to Naya? No. no. I'm referring to nobody. He actually fucks up and botches so badly, he loses to nobody. (laughs) See, because Naya doesn't botch her own. Naya botches other people. And Kalisto botches other people. And Lana botches the moves, but doesn't actually injure it. Well, doesn't injure herself. Sankara could literally botch himself. And has. Numerous times. So if you want to have somebody lose to a buy, this is the character to do it. When I went there, I was like, oh, that's so fantastic. Oh, my gosh. So I'm going to make the argument that if you guys want buy to beat somebody, this is the only time you can do that. And I am sticking by my argument. A buy is a buy. 
Well, and mostly because I want to see who Sin Cara can botch against next. Yep. So we're in. Perfect. Yep. We did yeah. make our argument there, and that's really the big thing is I wanted to make that little argument there that this dude can literally fuck up and lose his own match to himself, to nobody. Um, Goldberg versus Sid. <laughs> this has actually been a botch man- match, I believe, in the past. Yeah. Who won that one? I'm pretty sure Goldberg did. I think. Uh, won the match in terms of botches i think sid did yeah sid would have to take it goldberg's bad but uh sid has done but goldberg just hasn't done that many long matches so that's why i give goldberg the the pass whereas sid has done long matches and has literally shot himself in one of them um so i uh, i would give it to sid i'll go with sid I'm fine with that. Sid versus Goldberg. Goldberg versus Sid. It was a United States Championship match. Oh. Unbelievable. Halloween Havoc. Three minutes long. Not not a long one to watch. And then Goldberg got really upset and crushed Sid's truck or car or limo. And then we see Sid go to the backyard and go, Why? Why? In the oh, no. It looks like there's... There, include, oh, there's been a couple matches. There was one at WCW Mayhem 99, which is the best of a bad era, if I remember right. Um, and then there's also uh, Halloween Havoc that I already mentioned. And that's actually a little bit longer than what I thought it was. So two matches. I will watch this tonight to see where. <laughs> All right, I'm gonna work backwards through the brackets now because again, botch bracket. Uh, Sinkara versus Sid. Uh, as as much as Sid botches things, Sinkara botches the crap out of that match. In fact, I think this is the one that he doesn't even make it into the ring. Success. <laughs> Dance winning. <laughs> You gotta post me. You gotta send me your most botched Sin Cara match because I Can remember. We just do entrances. The number of times he caught his feet on the ro- top rope. <laughs> I mean, whatever you find, please do send it because I am. I want to see YouTube Sin Cara botch. <laughs> there will be <laughs> dozens. <laughs> so uh, Sin Cara gets win. Is that what I'm hearing? Yes. Yep. Sin Cara gets the win by losing. <laughs> Because he doesn't even make it into the ring. Lana versus the Sheik. I do believe that there will be a a first round bye who loses, who does not make it to the final four. But Lana versus the Sheik. And this, yeah. this to be perfectly honest, in my opinion, might actually be the one, because uh, there's there's I no don't. way there's no way the Sheik is less botchy or is more less botchy than Lana. Lana's botchy and all. I'm not saying that. No, I'd agree with that, though, because Lana is just literally young and botchy, whereas Sheik was just old and botchy uh, at, at the end of his career. So I would... Well, it would talented Lana. wrestler botchy. Yeah. The same as Kelly was. Yeah. So Lana getting the moving on in the botch tournament? Yep. I was going to say Sheik moves on in the botch tournament, but that's, I'm fine with Lana, whatever. Here's the one that I thought would go with the bye losing. New Jack versus Kalisto. I don't think, in my opinion, before you two talk, I don't think Kalisto is as botchy as New Jack. JLB is going to reach to the phone, stab me, and uh, be like, how's this for a New Jack botch, bitch? Straight up, yep, I'm thinking it. <laughs> But, I mean, I agree. 
because <laughs> based on how we're going because the guy is nuts and I'm just scared for anyone who goes into the ring with him so oh, I'm not to lose I promise <laughs> yeah if he's facing Naya I, I think uh, Naya might <laughs> I think Naya takes the cake, actually. He might not win the whole... I forgot Naya was in it. Miss Botch Queen over there. So, uh, no no, no knives could harm Naya with her botchiness. So, um, yeah, but in this case, uh, Mr. Uh, Mr. New Jack. Yep, New Jack. <laughs> so, good job, Kalisto, on having a first-round bye and losing your first match to New Jack. <laughs> And it was a scat writing it down. All right. And so we have Steiner versus Naya for the final one for botches. Steiner in TNA. Got to get specific here. Oh, Jesus. I think Naya can buy. <laughs> I won't give my opinion in advance beforehand, but I've done that twice now and I shouldn't have. <laughs> um, yeah. Yeah, I mean, Naya is just horrible, though. As much as cringeworthy as uh, Scott is, uh, Naya is just really bad. I, I would feel safer in the ring with Scott than Naya. So, um, Naya wins. She beats the big bad booty daddy. Big bad booty daddy. Yep. <laughs> yep. Yep. Way to, way to botch the dialogue there, bud. Yeah, I, I was going to say, I think Naya can actually botch a promo as bad as Scott can. As, and then, of course, botch is way more in the ring than he did. So, uh, and I, I would I would want to see uh, a Scott Steiner promo any day of the week rather than a Nia Jax one. So. Yeah, I'd rather watch a Steiner botched promo than a Nia Jax successful promo. Yo, straight up. Nobody's meaner than Tamina. I don't understand why she didn't make the list either. I haven't seen this in a while. Mostly Um, with Tamina, because she's just, to me, just boring. Like, I don't think Tamina, in my opinion, is botchy. She's just lame. Oh, snap. Yeah. That might even be worse than... Botchy, but yeah. Anyway, moving forward. All right. um, Right or left, you guys pick. Where do we want to go first? To the left, to the left. All Perfect. your you guys... boxes in the box to the left. <laughs> you guys chose left, so I'm going to botch that. We're going to go with right first. Uh, Lana versus Sin Cara. Ooh. Sin Cara. Yeah, Sin Cara. Wow. a boy. <laughs> Botching the entrances, getting him to the finals. He knows his botchiness. Nia New Jack. <laughs> you know, I think, I think I'm going to argue for an upset Nia victory. Uh, no, I, I said it before that Naya probably would beat New Jack, so I agree. <laughs> so Naya botches getting stabbed and falls on New Jack and gets the pin. Yeah. Yep. Naya's botchiness outwins New Jack's bladey toys. So, yeah. Naya I thinks literally it. think you guys have put together what might be the botchiest match ever in history. Like, if this actually were to happen, I think this could be the botchiest match in history. It could technically uh, happen. Because this is Naya versus Sinkara, and this is about as botchy as it can possibly be. I I, I can't argue with this. <laughs> yeah, about the only thing... I don't know thing... who you guys have winning, but I can't argue with that this is the botchiest match in history. I think the only thing in my argument that would put this over is a Nia Jax botch win 
um, is that Nia Jax can botch it on the mic and in the ring, whereas Sin Cara never got given a mic to really botch it. <laughs> to botch with. So that's that would be my argument on that. So wait, say that again? Your argument is what? That uh, Nia Jax can botch it both on the mic and in the ring, whereas Sin Cara was never given a mic to botch. So... I, I mean, that's, that's a fair point. That's that's kind of fair, actually. Um, but you can also argue the fact that Naya was still given the confidence of a microphone, though. We don't know technically how botchy Sin Cara would be. They won't even want to try that out. So that could also be pretty telling without him, without him even saying a word. Yeah, but it could entirely be just that he doesn't speak English very well. And so they're like, oh, yeah. We'll just... This is true. Yeah, that's a valid point too. I mean, he's also I don't... the only person to have won um, matches based on his ring entrance failing that badly mm-hmm. in this particular tournament. So there's something to be said there. You guys continue to debate. I'm just playing devil's advocate because it's funny. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you got yourself a point. You're funny. <laughs> <laughs> Ooh, burn! This went as fun as I thought it would. Just so you guys know, for me, this was great. I did really good this week. Uh, <laughs> yeah, uh, Naya has to take it. I'm down, crowning Naya the queen of bocce. Naya Jax. So, wins so here's the, question. the botch tournament. N- Naya wins. Is her prize a bocce ball? Ah, uh, no, it's sticks no, because I can't spell bocce. It's a tam- <laughs> not a tamagotchi, a tamabachi, where she can literally, she has to save her bocce self. She has to feed her bocce self. She has to make. You guys know what a tamagotchi is, right? I'm not crazy. Yes, I'm not- we do know what a tamagotchi is. Okay, I Just mean we're it. old and probably didn't play with them, but you know we know what they are. Yeah, Atamabachi. She wins Atamabachi. They've they've come back. Well, they're just new now, and uh, yeah, Naya takes it for sure. I think Naya gets a one-way ticket to um, our next segment, which is Mr. Smart's going Turks and Caicos. That's where she gets. <laughs> Turks. That's the name of the new segment. No. No, that is not. It's not really just, a new segment anymore. This is still AEW. Yeah, I just thought it would be fun to send her to Turks and Caicos. You know, <laughs> one way ticket. Where we grew. Yeah, all uh, three of us. All three of us. Turks and Caicos. And and Tatnus, because that's where we, where we met him. Yes. <laughs> I can't remember if we met him in Turks or in Caicos, but it was one of those. Well, <laughs> Turks is in Caicos. Well, I mean, yeah, I mean, Turks you know, in Caicos. Turks and Ty- Kaikos, but you know it could it could have been in Turks or it could have been in just Kaikos. I don't know. Turks and Kaikos. It was somewhere there. Um, yes. No. Our, we're moving on to our next segment: AEW Ring of Honor or Impact. Uh, this is our lovely game where we're gonna challenge with a list of three WWE wrestlers that need to be relocated to one of the aforementioned companies. So the first round choices are, and this is really funny to me because I planned this out hours ago and it really falls into place here. The choices are Grand Metalik, Kalisto, and Lindsay Dorado. <laughs> 
<laughs> Damn. Did you, did, I mean, were you chuckling when I brought up the botch tournament? I, I was chuckling all the time uh, because even uh, J- JLB had brought up um, how he really liked Grand Metalik. Uh, at one point, and I'm like, ah. <laughs> uh, I, had to, I had to hold it in because I didn't want to give away my challenge. Is Lindsay the one with the lion mask? C. That's the crappiest mask. I hate that mask. C, which Ugh. is, yes, in Dominican. Also, the language they speak in Turks and Kakos, our native language. Yes. Yes, that's the negative languages. Yes, we just see yes at certain frequencies or speeds. Yes, they see, which is yes in Turks and Caicos. C means yes in Turks and Caicos. That could be the shirt. <laughs> uh, oh, this is gonna get us in trouble. This Turks and Caicos thing. <laughs> uh, I really, I think Turks. And... Something about Turks and Caicos needs to go on a shirt. This episode has been way too fun with that. Moving forward, uh, I'm going to go ahead and go first. I'm going to put Grand Metalik on ROH because I never watch it. That's the number one, or not Grand Metalik, sorry, Lince Dorado on um, ROH because I never watch it and I don't want everyone to see that mask again. Grand Metalik, I would agree with JLB, is the best of those three. Um, And so he would go to hell for all I care but um, we're gonna put him in AEW Mm. for reasons (laughs) probably that I watch it more than I do Impact and uh, Kalisto is apparently gonna go to uh, uh, Impact and be obsolete there too so um, all three would be obsolete wherever they go there's my answer I disagree with the fact that you think they would be obsolete. Uh, Grandma Talik would be obsolete if he goes to AEW, though. I think he'd have phenomenal matches with uh, the wrestlers there. Give me Grandma Talik versus uh, Pentagon Jr. Is it Pentagon Jr.? Uh, yeah. yeah. Good luchador versus bad luchador. I like it. No, they could. He could learn from them. Okay. Oh. I believe in. Second I believe I can fly. No, I don't believe in that song anymore. You stop it right now. <laughs> I believe I can touch this guy. Doesn't that so actually you can do in Turk and, Turks and Caicos if you go to the top of the mountain? Yeah. Um, and you know, R. Kelly can now touch this guy in prison. Oh ah. mm. smells like R. Kelly sheets. Oh, it was ninety-nine <laughs> cents. <laughs> um, I'll just copy your answers though because uh, I completely agree with that and you used my whole I don't watch ROH so the shit, the crappiest person goes there which you guys bitched me out about before and now you're using it so um, I will just agree with your answers yeah I, I don't want to see any of these guys anywhere that's really where I'm at yeah that was actually my whole goal with this thing is to put Put uh, impossible choices in your hands. Grand Metalik so, deserves better. Yeah, well, he <laughs> he might he might be able to lose a match um, without botching if he's against somebody like Kenny Omega who can pull a good match out of a broomstick. Mm. <sighs> so that's the only reason he's there. He, could, he he wouldn't botch Kenny Omega pulling the good match out of him. The other two would. And stupid mask doesn't get to be anywhere. Yes. You're not a lion. D. 
stupid mask. Anyway, moving oh, forward. Um, I, I have mine if, if you're still thinking. Yeah, you do it. Okay, so we're going to take New Jack, Sandman, and uh, Sabu because apparently ECW is full of botchers. And uh, I really enjoyed that. And as soon as you said Sabu, I went, well, there's my third one. So uh, even though they aren't active in WWE, we're going to put them in one of those three each. Okay. So the real question is, which one of these rosters do I like little enough to <laughs> want murdered? <laughs> That's a valid question. Uh, I don't want any of them murdered, but I have to make this. This is a real Sophie's choice you've given me. Um, uh, <laughs> and you can take them in their prime, so Sandman yeah. can actually be yeah. fun to watch. Uh, yeah, that, that's that's really what I would. Sandman was fun to watch, so I think him and AEW would be fun uh, for a short period of time, and then you can have Moxley destroy him, you know, or whatever, but... Um, so Sandman in AE dubs, barbed wire, yeah. Sandman in AE dubs, um, Sabu in Impact, and God, no, I don't know. New Jack and Ring of Honor, one murder, and he can go to prison. So, theoretically, if you wanted to, you could you could get rid of uh, James, uh, yeah, what's his name, the preacher man. Oh, yeah. David Mitchell. Uh, I could. You could have just New Jack kill him and then he goes to prison. That works. Possibly. <laughs> if you decided to put him on impact. If you I don't, don't know. My, my worry is he's such a wild card, he'd probably like accidentally kill Crazy Steve or someone. And That's true. Yeah, no, I'm I, I'm sorry. I'm sorry, Ring of Honor, but one of you is going to die and I don't know who it is. <laughs> <laughs> So this means Sabu's in Impact, which actually during his prime could be a lot of fun. Yeah, and in Impact, no, well, not during his prime necessarily, but yeah, I think he made some appearances. I mean, he, in Impact. he had some really great matches with RVD um, and Tommy Dreamer, and yeah, Sandman. I mean, they were botch fest. Those were botch fest matches that actually occurred, but God, they were good. Sabu Sandman. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so. absolutely. I want to watch ECW now. Um, <laughs> yeah, I I would put uh, I would switch it up though Sandman to you know what New Jack to Impact because I'm curious. <laughs> oh my god! Doesn't mean he's gonna kill people, guys. Come on. Um, Brian Cage is capable of killing him back. Yeah, but I said Impact. I didn't say. Uh, oh, said Dubs. Yeah, uh, Dubs. Dubs kill you back. AE Dubs is gonna get. Um, is going to get Sandman. I don't think Sabu works in AEW at all. Sandman works a little bit more in terms of maybe he could be part of the inner circle or something. Um, and I would just really love to see him and Moxley uh, go at it. That would be a good time. Can you throw Janela uh, in that match? Uh, and yeah, I would love a three-way dance. Let's do it. Um, and then, yeah, of course, we got uh, then we got Sabu and ROH. Help out the talent. And... Uh, Make it a little bit more hardcore. From There's a reason Sabu wasn't on that list. He he's not notorious for botches. He was pretty he notorious for, for them because he would rely on chairs that yeah. were not designed to do a lot of the stuff that he wanted to do, and they'd just collapse and break into a million pieces, and he'd fall on his ass. But that's, that's what's that point. That he was 
for RVD then in ECW because RCD RVD always used chairs in his matches and granted a lot of it was just for the Van Daminator but he had some phenomenal matches with Sabu that weren't botches and that were amazing so I wouldn't agree with Sabu being there either there's a reason you, he wasn't in, in that list like I said you wouldn't agree your, I would. mom, your mom wouldn't agree I feel I like you botched that smart. promo there Smarks yep. You yep. botched that round. <laughs> Good job. Yep. Um. All right. So, continuing on with the botchiness. <laughs> oh Lord. <laughs> we got Nia Jax, Tamina, and I am not picking Lana because that's too easy, and I'm not picking Kelly Kelly because Kelly Kelly doesn't deserve to be mentioned ever again. Um. So Tamina, Nia Jax. And just for fun, we are going to put, to give it a nice little swerve, we are going to put Ivory. Man, so two, two, botches, two botches and Ivory. Ivory now or Ivory in her prime? Well, what is Ivory now doing? Uh, I think she owns an animal rescue. Oh, nice. Well, hey, I mean, all you cool uh, cats and kittens. No, no, that's Carol Baskin, who's, by the way, on Dancing with the Stars. You must watch. Uh, um, yeah, so Nia Jax, Tamina, and Ivory. So much like I said with the New Jack question, uh, this is really about which promotion do you want uh, Nia Jax to kill? Week. Yep. Um, so, God, this one's... But I mean, uh, understand. You got to understand, though. Sure. Getting killed is one thing, but that would up the ratings. Having Tamina in any federation would make the women's division even worse. So, I don't know. Well, I mean, the easy one is Ivory uh, in her prime to AE dubs. Um, she, was, she was actually a, a well-established wrestler when they let her actually wrestle. So... Mm. Um... <coughs> oh, I... I guess Tamina to Impact, if only because uh, as boring as she is, it would be fun to see Jordan Grace throw her around a bit. (coughs) So then Nia Jax murders Ring of Honor's women division. Angelina's love deserved better. I know. I'm not happy with it. but Okay, so um, there's one match in particular that comes out of that pops out in my mind that I want to see, and that's Nia versus Nyla. Um, so, as angry as you guys are going to get about this, um, I'm going to have Nia Jax go to AEW. Yep. Um, and it's because I want one match. <laughs> um, I think Tamina's character is dark enough to be in some type of James Mitchell led dark character mode um she could even be i don't know the daughter of a murderer um just trying to make her way in this world yeah she could totally play that part (laughs) um go ahead all y'all can get mad about me making fun of jimmy superfly but um the only reason we mention his name still on this show is because he wasn't able to be convicted because he died so Which means, last but not least, I'm going to take Ivory to um, ROH. 
mostly because there's some really, really talented women in ROH. Uh, there's really, really talented women in Impact as well. Um, but I would like, I, I think some of the legends that exist in the uh, Women of Honor division, I think, uh, I think I, I would like to see Angelina Love or um, oh, who's the other one that was in the Beautiful People that's still wrestling there, Madison Rain versus ivory so yeah i'm down with it okay ivory and roh i'm gonna give roh credit after i told them it's the show i never watch <laughs> so well that was fun ish is i'm sorry word. for ending it on naya versus nyla and naya and a doves i feel like i feel like i've let the entire podcast down well, the only thing is, if there's any wrestler in those three women's divisions that um, Nia probably couldn't accidentally kill, it's Nyla. Yeah. Um, so, yeah. Might have saved a life there by doing that match. Hard to save a life. Anyways. <laughs> That'll bring us to the end of this visit from the Fantasy Booking Institute. Um, I always take this time to make sure to subscribe to tell you to like, share, and subscribe. Wow, we're talking botches, and I just botched the ending. <laughs> like, share, and subscribe to our podcast on whatever podcast platform you use. You can go there and you can subscribe, and it's gonna be a button on the show. Just like the number of aneurysms that Jim Cornette got listening yes. to this podcast. Yeah, you can rate us Apple Podcasts five stars just like Jim Jim Cornette. <laughs> just like the number of aneurysms that Jim Cornette got while watching All Out's Matt Hardy match. I don't know. Actually, I, I, I don't know that he would have been upset about that one. Yeah, I think... I think he, I mean, he's going to come after the botches, the botch and the ending to it. But the match was so short and uneventful other than the botch that, and to be perfectly honest, I don't think he's going to come after the uh, uh, Mojito Mayhem. No, it was a mimosa, but Mojito is way more fun to say. Um, because it was, it was a just kind of legitimate wrestling match that just had a gimmick finish to it. So, uh, but you can go on to Twitter and you can follow me. You can follow me at Raw and Order WBU. You can follow DA Fabat. I, I feel like you're running the risk of uh, being insensitive right now. I, so. I'm actually doing Brack from Space Ghost to Coast to Coast. Thank you very much. All right. Yeah. Well, at DA Vincent K Yep. And, and I watch. <laughs> Whether or not I read those, so and you can also follow JLB at JLB420. Real Talk Radio is the brand at Real Talk Radio 8. Anchor.fm slash RTR. I still haven't put my big brother week four recap, but it is coming. And uh, hopefully more stuff soon. I have two days off and a lot of podcasting to do. So I am there and realtalkradio.online is the website that never gets updated so please feel free to bitch at me to update that so i can get some motivation going on there to do so and aside from that uh i am not watching my own promo i'll just leave that to ultimate warrior and nia Jax whenever they get a mic 
You only bought your own promo 67.612% of the time when you try too hard 33% of the time. And so when you add those two together, you get 4.1% of the time. (laughs) This doesn't work. You can also find our Wix site in the pinned tweet or in the doobly-doos for this and pretty much every episode. Uh, there you can find all the different ways to listen to the show. You can even listen to it right there on the website. You can read whatever we put up on the blog. Uh, you can find all the different places you can contact us. And uh, you can also go to our merch store, shop.spreadshirt.com slash rawandorderwbu. Link is also in the doobly-doos for that. So you can see our merch and support us that way. But I've said this before and I'll say it again. The absolutely free, cheapest and easiest way to support us is just to share this podcast with your friends. Whether it's this one or just the the basic link to the show. Just put it up on your Twitter or your Facebook or your whatever you want to use. I don't know. uh, TikTok, I guess. Make a video of you dancing saying go to anchor.fm slash raw and order wbu um i feel but, like it's tiktok yeah well we're gonna have to do it at some point <laughs> i'm jlb will do the dancing i'll i'll put the the words to it. what i am like the wordsmith why do i have to do the dancing <laughs> wordsmith hey hey Nothing out of the peanut gallery who doesn't even use his Twitter. Okay, you can... Wordsmith is right because uh, a blacksmith takes raw metal and turns it into something else, and JLB takes real words and turns them into something else. (laughs) The stove keeps on thriving, all right? (laughs) Wow. I do the same thing with typos on (laughs) words, so that's a skill, guys. It's a skill. But as that, I think we've had a little bit too much fun tonight, so I think we all need to get to bed so we can get up and do it all again tomorrow. But <laughs> thank everyone for listening. We will see you all soon. Yeah, and Turks and Caicos. Turks and Caicos. <laughs>